for your day. This is Danita, and today is Thursday, January the 28th, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that he has divinely entrusted to you. Know that with God you have a plan and a purpose for your life, for the lives of those connected to you, for the lives of the places and the things that he lays upon your heart. Truly today is a day of thanksgiving. It's always a day of thanksgiving when we can inhale and exhale and know that we are still in the land of the living. Even though yesterday has been what maybe was a hard day for you, or a rough day for you. Yesterday may have been a great day for you. Uh, but just know that any day you are in the land of the living, it is a great day because it's another opportunity to not only be a hearer and a seer of the word of God, but to be a doer of the word of God. Well, what do you, what do you mean a hearer and a seer? Because many times we hear the word of God but we don't do anything about it. A lot of times we can even see the word of God. We can see what God is doing in our lives. We can see the warnings that God is trying to give, to give us. We can see the signs, wonders, and miracles that God is performing um, in the lives of others, right? As much as we can hear it, sometimes God will allow us to even see it. And we still sometimes will not do what God is calling us to do. So I will remind you of one of my favorite scriptures, and that is that if you be willing and obedient, if you be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. So then somebody, of course, is saying, well, I know so-and-so, and they're not willing and they're not obedient, and it looks like they're eating the good of the land to me. All I can say is what the word of God says, that God said he will show mercy to whom he will show mercy, and he will give compassion upon whom he will give compassion. But make sure that you don't get in a place where he's not giving you the mercy and he's not giving you the compassion. And because we don't know that, then I'd rather be on the right side of God where I know that I'm going to be open up to mercy and compassion because, God, I'm coming willingly and I'm coming to be obedient. It don't always feel good, but my desire is to do what my daddy says because I want all of what my daddy has for me. And that's not living a, a life in fear of the Lord, but it is a reverent fear. I fear him because I love him. I fear him because I want to do what is pleasing to him. I fear him because I know deep down in my heart that he knows what's best for me. I fear him because he's the only one that can open doors that no man can shut, and he's the only one that can shut doors, hallelujah, that no man can open. So that's why I fear him, because I know at the end of the day that out of all the people who say that they love me, that out of all the people who say that they 
care about me, that he is the really the only one that has my best interest at heart. He is the only one that even when he corrects me, he corrects me in love. He is the only one that has my future and my life in the very palm of his hands. And so that's why I praise him. That's why I love him. That's why I get excited about him. That's why I love to talk about him, because he has proven himself time and time again in my life, how much he truly cares for me, how much he really is looking out for me. Even when I get hurt and disappointed, I can feel the Holy Spirit come alongside me and say, it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. Just keep moving. Keep pressing on. Keep believing. And I am a keeper of my word. And so I trust God on today. And I had to share that with somebody to encourage them as I am encouraging myself. Amen. But want to get back to the word of God in Daniel chapter 5. And I'm driving on this morning, so I may not be able to read the scripture, but I certainly will be able to paraphrase it for you. At the end of chapter 5, where we're talking about King Belteshazzar, And I want to get back to the scripture because it's directly connected to what we're reading today. That God will show mercy upon whom he will show mercy and he will give compassion upon whom he will give compassion. So we know that King Nebuchadnezzar did a lot of things. We know that King Nebuchadnezzar did a lot of things. He did things with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, he did not turn from his ways. In fact, God had issued a decree against King Nebuchadnezzar because King Nebuchadnezzar knew what God could do, but he still did not line up according to the word of God. He still did not make the Lord Lord over all. God does not desire to be Lord over a few things in our life. He desires to be Lord over everything. See, some people have gotten it down where he is Lord over their finances. You know, some people have gotten it down that he is Lord over their marriage, but not Lord over their finances. Or he's Lord over their finances, but he's not Lord over their marriage. Or he's Lord over this thing, but he's not Lord over that thing. But God desires to be Lord over all. And we know that's a process. I'm not there yet. I'm striving to get there. I really am. I really, really am. But I know I'm not there. But I know that that is God's desire. And I'm glad that he is long-suffering with us and that he knows our hearts. So even if you're not there, this is not to condemn you because in Christ there is no condemnation. And you're talking to a woman who is not there. You're talking to a person who understands that it is a process. But I will tell you that when God begins to quicken it in your heart or he shows you or he sends someone to tell you, don't delay. Don't delay because with King uh, King Belshazzar, what happened was he saw his daddy go through all of these things, right? Then there was an inscription on the wall. He couldn't read it, so he called for Daniel. And then this is what Daniel told him. You did not honor the God who holds, your, holds his hand in your life and all your ways. Therefore, he sent this hand and wrote the inscription. This is what these words mean. 
God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. You have been weighed on the scales and found wanting. Your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and, and Parisians. I'm probably not pronouncing that. Then at Belshazzar's command, Daniel was cloaked in purple. Remember, he said, if you can interpret these things for me, that I'm going to reward you. I'm going to make you the third highest in the kingdom. So he did just that. He awarded Daniel those things. But guess what the word of the Lord says in verse 30? It says that very night, Belshazzar, king of the Babylonians, was slain. And Darius the Mede took over the kingdom at the age of 62. There's a word here on this morning. And this is the word. And the Holy Spirit gave me a download of it on this morning. We have to quit comparing ourselves to other people. Do we not see how quickly? Now, mind you. Daniel chapter 1 through 4 was all about King Nebuchadnezzar, right? He worshiped other gods, right? Even though he knew that God was Lord. And he and he made a statement of it. He, he saw what God did for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He saw that no one could not only interpret his dream, but even tell him the dream that he dreamed, but Daniel. He knew that Daniel had God in him. We read all about that chapters 1 through 4, y'all, but we only read about his son in chapter 5. And he was slain in one chapter. We heard about him in one chapter. He was slain in one chapter. God said that he will show mercy to whom he will show mercy and that he will show compassion upon whom he will show compassion. Chapters 1 through 4 was his daddy. Chapter 5 was him. And a lot of times, and I need to say this because somebody needs to hear me, a lot of times we get caught up in looking at what other people have gotten away with. We get caught up in looking what other people have done wrong and what it seems like is going right for them. Notice I said what it seems like. Because nobody tells all of their business. I'm a living witness to that. Nobody knows outside of sometimes the the pictures that we put on Facebook or uh, Instagram, and it looks like a wonderful, happy love affair, relationship, family, business, whatever you want to call it, until rumors start flying that this is going on or that that is going on or that this, and you're like, I never knew. They look so happy. I never knew. The business was just open last week. I never knew until I saw the, the the U-Haul at the house or whatever the case may be. But I say all that to say this. God will show mercy to whom he will show mercy. 
and that he will give compassion with whom he will give compassion. He is no respecter of persons. So God God was able to do for his son what he did for King Nebuchadnezzar, and that was to give him time. Even even when um, Daniel gave him the, remor- the warning and he said, renounce your sins and do what is right. God was giving King Nebuchadnezzar time. Even the decree was not issued upon King Nebuchadnezzar until 12 months after the fact, right? Because he had grown arrogant and prideful. So it was 12 months after until he started running his mouth about what he did, and God said, enough. And the decree was instantly, it was instantly established in the earth, as God said that it would have been. But with his son, who knew all of that, you would think, right? You would think, you would think that when we hear the word of God and we see the word of God in action in someone's life, you would think that we would say, or we would see, we see the consequences of someone's actions. You would think when we read the word and the word of God is plain about, you know, you reap what you sow and all of those things, and that vengeance is God, he will repay. And you would think, you would think, that that alone, we would say, no, I'm not, I'm not getting involved in that. No, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not going to waste my finances in that way. Or no, I'm not going to, you know, step out on my relationship. Or no, I'm not going to eat this way because I know that's not good for my physical body. Or no, I'm not going to listen to this type of music because I know music has a spirit and already you would think right but no (laughs) Belshazzar continued in the way in the old way of his father and he may have thought that he was going to get the same mercy and the same grace that we saw God give Nebuchadnezzar But God didn't do it in this case. He gave him a subscription, and it was already done. When Daniel came and interpreted, Daniel just came as the messenger. But God had already issued a decree against Belshazzar as well. Daniel only came as a messenger, saying, basically, your days are numbered. You knew all of this. You knew the pain that it would cause, and you still did it. You knew that if you didn't pay the bill, you know, even though you're looking at at someone else who maybe got an extension on their home or was able to get out of certain things or, or whatever, you knew it, and you still blew the money that you had to pay the bill. You knew that it was going to be an emotional strain, and you did it anyway. But God said that he would have mercy upon who he would have mercy and compassion upon. He would have compassion. 
does that mean that he won't have mercy or compassion on on a person if they're doing the same thing a person did? I don't know. Because I'm not God. We don't know. But at the same time, we don't want to be in, in a position to test God. I don't want to test God. I'm scared of God. I'm being real this morning. I, and there have been times where I have wanted to do things that were not right. And I knew they were not right. And I have wanted to do them. There were times where I got caught up and did things that were not right, and I had to repent. And there were times where I wanted to do things that were not right. I'm just being real this morning. I wanted to I wanted to say something that I knew wasn't right. I wanted to do something that I knew was not right. And the enemy always comes to ag us on. He always comes to encourage us. He always comes to give us reasons why we should not do the right thing. You justified in doing the wrong thing. That's what the enemy will tell you. But, of course, first he makes it seem like it's right. Then he gives you reasons of justification. Even though in your heart you know it's wrong, he gives you reasons as to why it's right. So then the enemy comes along, and he, of course, wants to encourage me into doing what is wrong. But then I think, that's why it's important to read the word. That's why it's important to pray, God, find your word to my heart so that I might not sin against thee. And even then, there's no guarantee when you know the word. Can I be real this morning? Even then, there's no guarantee. But you're at you. You have a better chance of standing when you pray daily. You have a better chance of standing when you stay in relationship with God. Hold on to God for dear life. That is the word for today. Hold on to God. Why? Because it increases your chances. Temptation comes, but it increases your chances to fight temptation. It increases your chances to walk away from saying something in your heart that you know is wrong. You still might say it, but it increases your chances. The longer you stay with God, the longer you walk with God, the longer you learn to to lean into God, why do I say lean into him? Because we're all weak. And when we know that we are weak, it is in him that we are made strong. There's strength in humility. There's strength in walking away. The Bible says that in quiet and confidence is your strength. Letting people sometimes say what they feel like they need to say, and you can sit there and look at them, even though your mind might be going there, and say, okay. Because in quiet and confidence is in is in um, is your strength. Because his strength is made perfect in your weakness. We can't be strong without God. We can't be. I'm just being real. We can't be. And you might say, "Well, Danita, I know good people, and and they're not Christians, and." They're moral and they're ethical. I always got to address the naysayers, right? I always got to address the the people who want to doubt uh, 
to church, but, but there's a difference between being good and being righteous. There's a difference between being good and being righteous. But we already know what the Bible says, that you have to acknowledge God. You have to believe in your heart that he is. So, yes, there are a lot of good people. But I don't know if that means that they're righteous people. I wanted to leave that word with somebody because somebody is is looking at someone else. Somebody is focused on somebody else and what looks right in somebody else's life, what it seems like they've been able to get away with. Here's the reality. When people do things, we can always say there may or may not be natural consequences. We can always say that, right, because we don't know. There may or may not be natural consequences, but one thing is for sure, there will be spiritual ones. With Belshazzar, there was a natural consequence. He was slain that night, and we better believe that there was a spiritual one as well. We've got to get our spiritual man right, y'all. We don't have a lot of time. And God says that when he comes back, he's coming back like a thief in the night. Tomorrow's not promised. The next hour is not promised. The next five minutes, can you believe it? It's not promised. It's not. It's not promised. So what are you going to do in the next five minutes? That if you leave here... People will know from the way you led your life, the way that you talked, the way that you lived, the way that you worshipped, the way that you praised God. They will know through your conversation, through your lifestyle that you love God. Why? Because you are the salt of the earth. There's supposed to be some flavor. There's supposed to be some flavor when you come around. There's supposed to be some light when you come around. If there's no flavor and there's no light and there's no fruit, how will people know? I know this is not a maybe a hallelujah word, but this is the word that the Lord laid upon my heart this morning as I read the text again and meditated, and it was supposed to be a prayer. I was ready to pray. But this is a sobering word. It's a real word. It's a real word for me. It's not about just knowing better. It's not about just hearing the word of God one day a week. It's not about getting around certain groups of people and playing church because we know we can all do that well. It's about your lifestyle. It's about your mind. It's about your obedience. How about that? (laughs) 
about your obedience. If you be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. I love you all. Have an awesome day. I know I'm a little bit longer than usual, but this is a word for somebody. Have an awesome day. Love you. Be blessed. Bye-bye.